Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sportscast. John and I are here tonight to do Championship Week Game Day Pick'ems. guys welcome in it's brad with college sportscast what's up Hammonds? how you doing what's man? Up, man i'm good it's been a little while we skipped tuesday night i'm sorry i was my stomach issues going on and i had to skip tuesday night but we are back here for championship week in our um, game day pickums and mm -hmm. excited to do uh the entire championship week and we've got some college basketball lined up. So, um, John, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the, in the college world period um, with Feast Week. If you're wondering what I'm looking at, I'm watching, I'm watching Dallas while I'm doing this. <laughs> Are they playing tonight? Yeah, they're playing the Seahawks right now. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've been so busy, I hadn't even looked, to be honest with you. Yeah. I ain't even looked, to be honest. So, uh, but we're here to do our game day pickums that we always do, and uh, glad you joined us. Most definitely, we will get started right away. Um, our pickums last, our pickums last week. I've got running down at the bottom. Uh, we had abbreviated pickums because um, it was a combined show last week, and. Uh, I went four and two in college football. John went three and three. Our season stats, I'm 83 and 59. John ball last week, we picked seven games. I went five and two. John went four and three. Our college basketball season picks were now 11 and eight and 10 and nine for the season. And this is the last, I guess, regular season. This is the championship week um, for college football. After this, next week, there's only one game. That's Army-Navy. So we will yeah. do a little bit of talk about Army and Navy next week for college football. And then after that, then we will add in this that week's ball bowl games as the bowl games go through and we will talk about the bowl games all the way through about mid-January when the championship game is so um that's how we'll do that and then we you're will lag, you're lagging move a on bit. to college um you're lagging you're lagging a little bit we'll move on to college basketball okay I, I'm nice doing the now. best I can with what I got I did call make a call and we'll see if I can do an upgrade. They didn't have one six months ago. I'm going to see if I can do one now. 
No, I was just saying. But you, you was, anyways, you was like, we'll start out. Being, we're going to run smart. through all 10. I wasn't being a smarty. I was just saying you was like. <laughs> I know, man. I know, man. <clears throat> the first one, Friday night, is New Mexico State, who's 10 and 3, versus Liberty, who is yeah. 10 and 0. This is Conference USA. Um, mm -hmm. And Liberty is still under one of the five remaining undefeated teams in the country, and they are a twelve point mm -hmm. favorite. They're uh, they've won twelve straight games. Um, they're one of the, to me, they're one of the best offensive teams in the country. I think they're scoring over more than forty points a game. They have good a good problem. balance. They have a good balance of passing and running. Um. And, you know, New Mexico State has struggled against the run, especially on the road. Um, I think they're giving up 140 yards per game. And I just don't – I just don't see except, New Mexico State – Except for all – Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Which they're SEC school. It's a little bit different compared to a <laughs> D5. But um, – I had to build that one but they did but they did beat Auburn. I mean, you know, so once out of a hundred times it don't usually happen like that. So um I think Liberty wins this game. I think they cover the spread. Um I expect them to keep New Mexico State's offense in check. But New Mexico State will get to a good bowl game. So that's a good thing for New Mexico State. And they got that win against Auburn on their belt. And and that's a big thing going into next year. So um, but Liberty covers the spread. I mean, Liberty's just on another level right now. And and what's amazing to me is there hasn't really been a drop off from Hugh Freeze to Jamie Caldwell um, after after last year. There hasn't been a really big drop off. Nope. And it's, they haven't. You know, it's and Coastal. No, I agree with you. They lost. You know, Hugh Freeze was there last year. Yeah. And many, and many, and many thought that, you know, yeah, he was there last year, and they have not really had a drop off at all. Well, and many thought that the quarterback for Coastal, um, his name escapes me right now. Uh, many thought he would go to Liberty with the coach, but he ended up not going. So, but he's actually in the portal right now. So, he's a big time threat to to go to a bigger school this year. So, yeah, McCall, McCall, Grayson McCall, yeah. McCall. yeah. Yeah. He is going to cover this spread. I do get these spreads from DraftKings, by the way. Um, I use DraftKings for all my spreads. So um, that was what was on there today when I was doing all this. Um, so I'll, I'm, I'm going to take, take Liberty in this one as well. The next game that we're going to talk about is also Friday night. These are tomorrow night games. This is a Huge, huge game of the week. Uh, playoff implications in this game. Oregon mm -hmm. is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite over Washington. Make sense of mm -hmm. that for me, please. I don't understand. I think I think maybe it's the revenge factor. How's that you know, I said the last time these two teams played <laughs> – I don't 
Well, I said the last time these two played, Oregon's defense would be the difference in this game, and and it wasn't. Um, you know, Nick Penix had a big night. Um, he he made plays when he had to. What really beat Oregon, and a lot of people look back at it now, they they went forward on fourth and one at their own fit at midfield, and Washington went down and scored and won the game basically. And that's what lost them the game. Oregon pretty much had this game intact. In they was comfortably leading this game. And, you know, Washington went down and scored, and they just never could recover from the momentum. Now, with that being said, um, Knicks will have his day. Penix will have his day. Um, Washington, I think, is 124th ranked in pass defense. And I think this game will submit Bo Nicks is Bo, um Heisman Trophy. Um, a win on – well, tomorrow night will submit his, his you know, Heisman, Heisman um, votes. Because I think, to me, it's down to him and Jaden Daniels, basically, in my opinion. Um, Penix has had a good year, but Bo Nix has, has, I think, doubled that, in my opinion. He, he's just had some kind of season. Oregon and what a way to cap it off with a win against Washington winning the Pac-12 championship and, and going to New York and winning the Heisman and actually playing for the college football playoff so give me Oregon but well, they have a shot I'm gonna, to do all that so I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take Washington to cover the spread I just okay. I mean, that's it's that too high. Like a smart move. I I just don't want to go straight up because I don't I think mean, I this game you. this game's going to be too close. And I don't. I agree with you. This, this is what I, this is what I was talking about, John. So, Wars, so Wars, the last two times they played. No, the last two times they played, Washington has beat them. They beat them at the end of the season last year, and they have beat them mm -hmm. this year with mm -hmm. this same team, basically. I mean, this year it was the exact same team, and mm -hmm. they are playing again. Washington's three, Oregon's five. They have beat this team the last two times. I don't understand the spread. That's what I mean. I'm not saying Oregon mm -hmm. has been playing better. Than Washington has. I can see and maybe this spread being two and a half or what's something crazy like that, to me, but what's crazy to me is crazy if you ask me. Is Oregon give me, give me Oregon played good enough defense to to win that game the last time they played, but they made some stupid errors late in the game that cost them the game, and that's why Washington won. Um, now. Washington's no okay, cupcake. 38-35 and 36-33. I mean, Washington's not a cupcake team. I mean, they're not they're not just some so team, you know, Washington's taking care of this. 38 points. I'm not going to say that I think Washington is definitely going to win. I think Oregon since the Washington win over them has actually been playing better football. I think Bo Nix has been playing better football than Michael Penix. So 
Oregon might win this game, but I'm taking the mm-hmm. nine and a half points. I can tell you that. Yeah, I am too. There's just no way that I'm taking that I'm taking Oregon and have to cover ten points. I couldn't believe that spread when I was looking at it. All right, so these games are Saturday. Big 12 championship is first on Saturday. Oklahoma State is 9-3. and three. Texas is 11-1. and one. Still in the hunt for a college football playoff. They are a 15-point favorite. Well... Let's be let's be honest here. You know, Texas to me, they're still playing for a spot in the playoff. Um, they have to have a lot of things go their way later in the day, I think. But what they need to do is take care of business and beat Oklahoma State. They don't need, need to have a hangover because if you look at some of the games that Texas has played, Texas has not really dominated these teams. You know, they've they've let teams come back and get in the game. I think they had the TCU they game. They did last week. They had, they had the Houston game. Um, you know, Oklahoma State's going to have their hands full um, against this Longhorns rush defense. I'm going to take the Cowboys in the 14 and a half. Um, I just – I think Texas wins this game. And I think they keep it tight for a while, Oklahoma State. But in the end, I just think Texas has too much talent all, all across the board. And and you got to hope that one or the other, some of those teams that play later in the day, track a loss because, well, we'll get to it then. But Texas has to win, basically, to get in. Yeah. They, they, can't, they can't afford to lose oh, a game. Texas absolutely has to win. They're just um, – If you're taking the points, Oklahoma State and the points, I think I'm going to take Texas to cover. They had not been playing that great, but last week beat Texas Tech 57-7 to and actually put the kill on them, which is what I had been saying that Texas hadn't been doing. Mm-hmm. So with a college football playoff spot on the line, I expect them to do that in this game and cover the 15 mm-hmm. points. Um, because if I, I feel like if they just barely escape, even barely escape a win here, mm-hmm. that's really going to damper their college football playoff. Hopes. Well, and if you I'm watch saying, the, I'm not saying it'll knock them out, but if you watch you know, the NCAA chairman, the guy that's over the football committee, he did not give give a lot of teams any yeah. hope last week with his comments like it was very vague so all right so the next game of the day um on saturday is the mac championship mm-hmm. miami ohio is 10 and 2 versus toledo who is 11 and 1 toledo is an 8 point favorite in this game Uh, for me, this is a big number. Um, but, but, but I'll tell you why it is, is because Miami has not been getting good quarterback play, um, since Gabbert went down or Cabbert went down. Um, is it Cabbert or Gabbert? I think it's Cabbert. Gabbert, maybe. Um, 
Yeah, Toledo. Toledo is the top scoring offense in the country. Um, I think it's Cabert. That's who it is. Miami, Ohio's quarterback. If they had him at quarterback, I think they would have at least a shot to win this game. Um, Toledo's won three of the last four by eight or more points, and I think they'll they'll win this game, and I think they'll cover this spread. Um, and and get to a nice bowl game, which more than likely they're probably going to play in the what the Motor City Bowl. Most likely, um, that's where a lot of those teams end up usually. So, um, I'm guessing, I'm guessing that's where the MAC teams usually they have in the past. So, but right. give me yeah. give me Toledo and the eight points. I think that's what I'm going to do. Just Toledo team has a great offense. Um, Miami has struggled at times, even though they are 10 and two, they have won mm -hmm. quite a few like close games. It seems like um, this year and come out on top of a few, you know, a few of those, I'm going to say two or three at least. Um, and, you know, I, I just believe this Toledo team's probably the better team. I'm going to take them and take the eight points in this one. And the next one of the day on Saturday is the Mountain West Conference Championship. Mm -hmm. This one's got Boise State, who is seven and five, versus a UNLV team who's nine and three. And Boise State's the favorite in this game, two and a half points. Mm -hmm. Um, this is all on DraftKings now. I'm I, I'm not making these spreads up, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the Rebels have done an outstanding job this year. Um Barry Odom has done a really good job bringing the UNLV Rebels back to, to notoriety. Um they're a well-balanced team. Um they have a real good punch in Vincent Davis. And Thomas, and they got a really good wide out and Ricky White. To me, the the question that remains here is: Can UNLV stop Ashton Genty? Um, he's been one of the biggest playmakers in the country. Um, but Boise State's defense has played really well this year. Um, they've done some amazing things, especially on defense. Um, their offense is a one man show, more or less. If if we're being honest here. And can UNLV stop that? And I just don't think they can. I think UNLV's had a great year. They're going to get to a great bowl game. But I'm going to take Boise State in this one and give me the plus two and a half. I think they cover the spread. I, I mean, I know that Boise State has all the, all the history – and and you know and and notoriety in college football, but I really really like the job that Barry Odom has done with this UNLV team. I um, have to. I'm I'm going to take the upset here. I'm gonna, I'm going to take UNLV um, in the upset here, and this is going to be my upset pick of the week as well. So. Um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and put that out there. I'm gonna take the upset and take the running rebs in this game. 
and I really like the job that Barry Odom has done out there in his first I, season, I mean, by he, the way. It's 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 amazing, to be honest, after the years that they've had. Yeah, and, and he hasn't – oh, I mean, they've been terrible, absolutely terrible. Bad. And for them to be in the championship game – is is a, a hell of a job by Barry Oak. I, I totally agree with you. All right. Our next one is one of the biggest, pro probably the biggest game <laughs> of the championship day, probably. I mean, I mean, Oregon, Oregon and Washington on Friday night is a really good one, too. But on Saturday, I think this one's the best one. Um Five and a half point favorite over Alabama, eleven and one. You know, Georgia's number one. Alabama's number eight in the college football playoff rankings. The only shot Alabama has is to beat Georgia, and they still might not. But I think they will if they beat Georgia. I'm going to say this. This is not my upset pick. Um, I had, I had been kind of on the fence on it. Um, I like this Alabama team. I think they're a really good team. But every single time that Georgia has had its back pressed against the wall, they always deliver. And, and I'm going to go another route. Every time Nick Saban needs to have a victory and win a big game, Nick Saban comes through. So you got it from both sides. But with that said, um, Alabama has the – okay, let me let me rephrase that. Alabama has the talent to compete with Georgia for four quarters. Now, there's a lot of teams that don't – that can't compete with them for four quarters with the kind of talent that they have. Alabama can't because Alabama's got, um, you know, four and five stars just like Georgia does. But where this game will be won at is whether Jalen Milrow can make the plays or not in this game against a really good Georgia defense. If he can make some throws, if he can get get, get his feet loose and make some, you know, runs and, and, you know, get this Georgia defense backward, I think they got an opportunity. But at the end of the day, I got to go with the dogs, man. Hoo, 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 hoo. I just, you know, I, I can't I can't not go against Kirby Smart. He he's done it the last <laughs> two years. I mean, I know the, well, the one okay. year so, Georgia's last Georgia's last loss. The last time the Georgia loss was in this game two years ago. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was in this game, it's, in the championship game, SEC championship game, two years ago. And then Georgia they come out. They have won every just... game since. I forgot. Um, I forgot. I can't remember now. So, something like that. Might even be more than that now. I can't remember. 28 wins. I forgot what it is. Yeah, but like the last time they lost was in this game two years ago mm -hmm. against Alabama. Mm -hmm. Yeah, two years ago against Alabama. So they have I'm two straight I'm championships. I'm going to tell you what I like. 
and I pick them to cover. All right. All right. You know, I'm going to tell you what I like. I think Georgia's offense has really started coming together. You got Lad McConkey that's finally healthy and playing. You've got you've got Bowers back that that looks at least 80, 90 percent healthy and is playing well. Um, and I and Beck really has a whole season under his belt and has played out to be in the top five, six quarterbacks around the country for the whole year. Um, now, Jalen Milrow has come on the last six weeks. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that he hasn't because he has. And Bond, his receiver Bond, James Bond, has, you know, has made spectacular plays, including last week. And you can never count out Bama. Mm -mm. But I'm going to go with the dogs here, man. I mean, until somebody knocks them off their perch, I got to go with Georgia. I just, I, I don't, I can't, yeah, I, I can't go, not go against Georgia. All right. So the next game is the AAC Conference Championship. And we got SMU 10 and 2 versus Tulane. Tulane, 11 and 1. Tulane is a three and a half point favorite. Mm -hmm. What's up, Josh? Uh, Jerry says Georgia in a know, close one. Rock I'm going to say this. Their quarterback has been out, SMU. Um, all pretty much what all year maybe, and you know they've really done some spectacular stuff. Um, you know, and putting up a lot know, of points. I mean, a lot. They are, and, and SMU secondary to me is is pretty elite. They, they got a good defense. I think they're ranked. Um, I think they're ranked fifteenth in the country um, in passing yards, and, and they and they have forty sacks. Um, and Tulane relies a lot on its passing attack. The key here is can can Tulane make some knots in that secondary? That's that's the big key here. Um, This is my upset. Tulane is in position to be the the top group for five. If they, they can are, win. and Tulane has that chance to to go back to another big bowl like they They're did in last year, like to the top year six bowl. Yep. Um. They're in position to make it. Uh, give me the upset pick. New Year's. I'm going to pick SMU. That's my upset pick of the of the week. Um, I got SMU beating Tulane, so let's hope it let's hope it fires out. Okay, I mean this SMU team, man, has been putting up gobs of points all year long. They are just smoking people. Um, they're ten and two. 
course, this Tulane team is coming off of a year last year where they were great. They've been 11 and one this year and just clicking almost every single week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going for back-to-back championships and back-to-back New Year's Six Bowls if they can win mm-hmm. this game. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to take Tulane in this one and be a little different. We can't be the same on everything. So um, I'll take I'll take Tulane in this one. I, I think that SMU has a good shot, though. I will say that. In this, I game. will say this. I will say Our this. Next though, game um, is a Sun Belt I Championship. Say, I will say this about Tulane. Go ahead, Willie Fritz. Willie Fritz is one of the best head coaches in. In G five, like he's he's gonna get him a big job eventually. Somebody's gonna take him right off their hands. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. I mean they they've been killing it. They have. Um, the next one is the Sun Belt, and the Sun Belt is App State eight and four versus Troy, who is ten and two. Troy is a six point favorite. I do want to put a little asterisk beside this. James Madison, who did qualify for a bowl simply because they didn't have enough spots, is 11 and 1 in, in the. So you get App State. Troy is really the second spot. Troy would be in it, and App State would not. Um, but which, instead, which is a, which is a um, really. Troy is the. Troy's the number one team, but I just wanted to throw that out there. But James yeah. Madison is going to make a bowl game simply they because are. they didn't have enough teams that are six and six or above. Mm-mm. I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm not going to go really. Troy much. is a six point favorite, John. I'm not going to go much into details about this one. Um, I'm just going to take John Sumrall and Troy. Um, I think they're the more experienced team here. Um, App State's been good this year. They've had some really good uh, runs the last couple of years. Um, but I trust Troy to win this game. They got a really good pass defense, and they do a really good job at getting after the quarterback. So um, give me Troy to win this game um, and the six points. All right. I, I think that's where I'm going to go to. I mean, John Summerall has done an absolute heck of a job. They were 12 and two last year. Um, and they're 10 and two this year. They're playing in the championship mm-hmm. game here again. They won the champion. They won the Sun Belt last year and won their bowl game as well last year and went 12 and two championship. Yep. In their bowl game again, they'll be 12 and 2 this year. That would be back to back 12 and 2 seasons for John Summerall in his first two seasons as the head coach. Um, so give me Troy uh, in this game as well. And then our next one that we're going to go to, guys, is the ACC championship. This is Louisville 
who is 10 and 2 versus FSU, who is 12 and 0. Um, of course, FSU is in the fourth spot and still vying for a college football playoff spot. If they win, they're probably in. The spread in this game is only two and a half. FSU is playing with their backup quarterback, and he didn't look yeah. stellar last week. They Tate, won. Tate Rodmaker. In the Tate Rodmaker. Yeah. But the defense played really well, and I'm not sure. What do you think in this game? Um, Louisville's a really good team, um, but they've had some. They've had a couple of head scratchings, head scratchers. You know, they lost to Pittsburgh. Um, they lost to Kentucky last week. Um, for me, that does not inspire confidence going into the FSU game. Now, FSU to me has more motivation to win because they're they're looking to get a title and, and go to the college football playoff. With that said, Florida State is without Jordan Travis. Um, but not necessarily they need Jordan Travis in this one because Florida State's got a really good defense. Um, for me, and, and, you know, Louisville's quarterback play at times has been very mediocre, and he's going to have a time Saturday against Florida State. Um, I think Florida State does enough to, to get by. I think they win this game. I think they cover the two and a half, and I think they get a shot at the college football playoff and they get an opportunity to um, represent the ACC. So, I just don't see Louisville with any shot in this well, game. I will say this. That's the only way for – that's the only way the ACC is going to get in to the college football playoff is if Florida State wins. I agree. Um, somebody will jump them if they're 11-1. and one. They will. I agree. Somebody, somebody will jump them. I don't know, you know. I don't know who it'll be yet, but somebody will. Could be Ohio State. Could be sitting yeah. at six. If Washington beats Oregon, see that's where could be, it, get, it, gets, so, it gets crazy because you got Alabama in there, them. you got Texas in there, you got Ohio State in there. There's three or four teams in there that. Somebody's going to be. I think that might out. be one of the only ways that Ohio State finds a way in. Yeah, that's the only way they I, get in. I think. Likely. I think Ohio State and Texas are the two teams that that are most likely to be left out. But I think Ohio State has a little bit better shot if for, Washington for beats Oregon and Louisville here beats FSU. Then Ohio State might slip in. For me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be That's honest with you. For me, the odd team out for me is Texas. It didn't sound real good last week with that commission in Ohio State. Yeah, it, they're, they're going to have to have a lot of help. I think it's Ohio. Bama has a shot because they're playing the number one team. If they can beat them, I think they get in. Josh says, they're playing the number one they, team this year. They're playing the number one team for the last three years. Do you think they really want FSU in there? Well, they have to. If they win, you ain't going to leave out an undefeated team in the ACC championship. They have to. 
Absolutely. They have to let him Absolutely, in. That's just man. the way it is. The four, I mean, the four spots are already taken if they win. If they yeah, win, can't, if, if Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State win, the four spots in. are already there. They're in. They're undefeated. Absolutely. So I'm going to take FSU in this game because I think their defense can out of winning against this Louisville team. They can score. They're going to have to keep this game in the 20s. Yeah, to, mid to, to have low shot. 20s to win this. Yeah. Yeah, but that was because Jerry says he's other not teams sure they are they but they but they brought him back four this week. Yeah. So I'm gonna take FSU to cover this two and a half, but I'm not real confident because I, I don't know if they can score enough points. If their defense doesn't oh. stop Louisville from scoring twenty-eight or more, a problem in this game. Yeah. All right. So this one is the last championship game. These two, actually, the ACC and the Big Ten are played at the same time, seven Easters, uh, eight Eastern on Saturday night. These are the last two championship games. We got Iowa 10 and two versus Michigan, who is 12 and 0. Michigan is a 22 point favorite in this game. My question to this is, does Iowa even score? <laughs> hey, let's be real here. Like, do they even move the football and get points? Like, as bad as Iowa's offense is, like, do they even score? Like, see, this is bad for college football. I don't man. know. They'll probably muster a field goal or two. This is really bad for college football. It should be Ohio State and Michigan playing for the championship because with with these divisions need to be cut because Iowa has no business being in this championship game. I'm sorry. I know that's wrong, wrong to say, but the top two teams in this division – or in in the hole is Ohio State Michigan. I mean, Michigan's ten play. and two, and the and the and the and that other division's not eight and four. No, but who, I mean, sometimes I mean, really, that other division's been like eight and four. Who wants to watch Iowa play? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying Iowa fans, but at the same time, like, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Michigan's gonna be out for blood, and. This game could get really ugly, like 45 nothing ugly, like. And, you know, good luck. Good luck to the Hawkeyes is all I can say. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. <laughs> okay, this is funny because Dave here says over-under is 35. I'm going to tell you this. My lock of the week 
I saw it as 34 and a half on DraftKings, Michigan and Iowa. My lock of the week is take the over. Take the over. That's my lock of the week right there. <laughs> Take the and Michigan's winning this game, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do I really have to pick it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take the over though, 34 and a half. Not I'm not doing 35 because 35 would win it. 34 and a half mm -hmm. was on DraftKings earlier. Take the over. Mm -hmm. And most of that, maybe all of it, is going to be Michigan. I think Michigan might cover that over by themselves. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, that's it for college football. We're going to move to college basketball. Um, there is a big game tomorrow night. We just got through watching in the East. Big 12 battle begins tomorrow night. College football, or college football, college basketball. Um, UConn travels to Lawrence, Kansas, and plays at Kansas. Kansas is a two-point favorite at home in the Big East Big 12 battle. This is the inaugural event of that because the Big 12 mm -hmm. had been playing versus the SEC. Um, to me – this game for me should it's going to come down to pace of play. I think, you know, Kansas wants to play fast. Um, they're ranked 30th in the nation in pace of play. Um, UConn wants to pound the paint. Um, you know, I think they're 209th in pace of play. Rebounding will win this game. Um, and I think UConn's a better rebounding team. Um, you know, Hunt, Hunter Dickinson can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he has to have some help. Um, which this is at Lawrence. Um, it's an even bigger game, honestly, because it's going to look good on the resume in March. Um, but at the end of the day, I just think UConn has the better team in this game. Um, I think they better have the better players. Um, I just think they have the better guards and inside play than Kansas does. Kansas, to me, Kansas, for me, is too inconsistent. Kansas is, you know, guards, they're too inconsistent at times. And I just – you know, and their depth right now is not really good, um, especially in the Kentucky game. You could tell that some of the depth was not there that they normally have in years past. But Bill Self will have them ready to play. But give me UConn. I think the spread's like two points. I think UConn wins this game by two. It is. I'm – Actually, agreeing with you, I think this UConn team has the, um, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten players to go into Lawrence, and and Kansas really only has about six deep, and five and six really isn't that great. They have four players that are really, really good, you know. But you know, it's tough to play forty minutes a game every game. Um, especially mm -hmm. when you got teams like UConn who can run nine, ten guys in and out and wear you yeah. out. So for me, give me UConn. I'm going to take UConn in this one as well. Um, and then also, 
tomorrow night on uh, Purdue is an eight-point favorite at Northwestern. If I'm not mistaken, Northwestern beat Purdue late in the season last year. He he did in March, right before right before March Madness, as the season ended, regular season, and they're traveling to Northwestern. Northwestern's mm-hmm. like five and one. Yeah, but their schedule good is good shooters. Their schedule has not been. I mean, they played Mississippi State. Um, that's the only game they lost, and then they should have beat Western Michigan, and they was I think twenty three point favorites and only won by four points. So, I think Purdue has a lot more experience, um, and they got the big guy in the middle, Zach Eady. Purdue has beat three top fifteen teams. Um, Northwestern does have a seven footer Nicholson, but yeah, this Purdue team is looks, looks good. They do, but I don't think he's going to be the answer to all their problems. Um, I just think Edie is just still too big. He'll dominate in the paint. Um, Braden Smith is an excellent, excellent defender for Purdue. Um, Braden Smith, you know, those guards that Purdue's got, they're a really good basketball team. And we say this every year that, oh, you know, Purdue's going to do this, Purdue's going to do that, and we did last year. And Farland Dixon played the 16-1 game, and they upset them. So, but do I think this is a better team than that team? Yeah, I do. I think they're they're more experienced this year. Postseason. Yeah, it, Purdue has has had struggles in the postseason. Yeah. So, but other games already. I'm I'm going to take Purdue. Even though this game is at Northwestern, um, I'm going to take Purdue and take the eight points. Is that what you're doing as, as well? Mm-hmm. All right. Part of the Big East, our Big 12 battle as well. Mm-hmm. Houston travels to Xavier. Houston is a seven and a half point favorite. Of course, they are mm-hmm. ranked like sixth or something in the country. Um, Xavier has fallen out of the top twenty-five. They started around like twelve or thirteen. Mm-hmm. I really like. I really like this Houston team. I think they, they get after you defense. Kelvin Sampson's a really good coach. Um, even though this is at Xavier. Um, the Census Center is a hard place to play. Sean Miller is a really great coach. Um, you'll see a lot of sweat from Sean Miller. He sweats during the old game. His whole jacket gets – every time he coaches, he's got sweat rolling up. <laughs> but he's going to coach his boys. He's going he's gonna to get far on the sidelines. But at the end of the day, I just think Houston has too much. You know, they have too many good guards. Um, they just they – they, and they have the defense to, to back it up. So, give me Houston. But I think I'm going to be a little different. I think I'm going to be a little different in this one, and I'm going to take the seven and a half points. I think at home, Xavier might be able to keep it within within eight points. So, I'm going to take the seven and a half points on this one, just so we can have something that's a little, little different. 
How many basketball games you got? I got uh, about three or four more. Okay. And then we're done for the day. All right. Our next one is this one is on Saturday. USC plays Gonzaga in a Las Vegas Invitational. Mm -hmm. This is not at either one's home. This is in uh -huh. Las Vegas. Um, and USC got some news today that Bronny James is cleared for practice. And yeah. he is supposed to start next week. He won't be playing in this game. He's supposed no. to start practicing next week, and they're going to put a plan together to try to get him back in. But uh, Collier is there and playing really well at USC. They brought in a very good freshman class to go mm -hmm. with Bronny as well. Um, and they're playing with Zaga on Saturday night. Um, let's see here. I like Gonzaga in this game. Um, they got a really good guard in Ryan Nimhart. And these games don't have Yeah, and USC right now, they're they're kind of scuffling a little bit. I know they're four and two. Um, they lost early in the year, I think. What was it? Was it Nevada? I think Nevada beat them. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but yeah, I think they're five I, and two. Yeah, they're five and two. I like Gonzaga in this game. I just think experience matters, and I think guard play matters. But they do have some good guards at USC. Um, Boogie Ellis and some of those guys out there, they they got some players this year. They're and, and, you know, They and are. All your kids. When you got, well, when you got Bronny James coming back, it's going to be a – it's going to even be a better team. So, But I, I take the Zags in this game early in the year. All right. Then I got three more. These are actually next week. This is Tuesday night. This is the Jimmy V Classic. Tuesday night next week, FAU plays Illinois. There's two games in the Jimmy V Classic. This is one of them. Um, mm -hmm. um, this is the – it started with the ACC-SEC Challenge. This is the Jimmy V Week, and it ends mm -hmm. next week with the Jimmy V Classic on Tuesday night. Which is which is an awesome thing because of Jimmy V. He's always um, they always show his um, his speech, which which is a big thing. Um, I watched it the other night, night last night. I think. I think it's really awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah. this Illinois team sometimes is up and down. Um, I like them at times. But then there's some kind, some games where they just don't look completely – they look abnormal. Now, FAU is finally getting back in the groove. Um, and I'm trying I'm trying to watch – This is a neutral here. site game as well. That's it's a neutral site game, game, yeah. And FAU, um, they dominated yeah. Liberty tonight. So – um, FAU sort of getting back to what FAU ball is doing. Um, give me FAU over Illinois next week. I think I'm going to take FAU as well in this game. I'm also going to take Gonzaga. 
but I'm going to take the Zags over USC as well in this game. And then the second game on next Tuesday night in the Jimmy V Classic is North Carolina versus UConn. And this will be played right after the FAU-Illinois game. There's two games that night um, to celebrate the 30 years. This is 30 years of the of the uh, Jimmy V Foundation, Cancer Research Foundation. So uh, they always put on a great event and a great show. And to end mm-hmm. it all, it's going to be North Carolina versus UConn. That'd be pretty a good, good Pretty good um, show. Next, I actually uh, like UConn. Night. I like UConn in this one again. Um, North Carolina is trying to – they're figuring things out, though. Um, you know, last night they dominated a good Tennessee team that plays really good defense. I don't, I don't know where Tennessee's defense was last night. They might have left it back at the airport in Knoxville, but um, it was a great showing for North Carolina and what they offered offensively. No kidding. Um, but – Dalton Connect, he he had looked good last night. Thirty points. Um, he got injured towards the end of the game, which I thought, you know, they still were behind. He he. To me, Dalton Connect is their offense. Tennessee's got some issues going forward, but but on the other side of things, North Carolina's got some big games coming up. Um, they play UConn. They got Kentucky in two weeks, so we'll find out how good North Carolina is coming up. We'll. Um, you know, they got a big marquee win last night. So, well, they should have been UConn next week. And then a couple weeks after that, they get Kentucky. So, and then they got a, and, and you know, they should have beat Villanova. I mean, there was a couple of games there where they should have won. You know, they beat Arkansas, but yeah. they should have beat um, Villanova in the battle for Atlantis. So, it's in New York, I believe, Jerry. I ask John Hannah. That's what I was thinking. Is, I is believe New it's York, in New York. I'm pretty sure. Madison Square Garden, um, I think. I think that's where they play it. I can't remember, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um, but I'm going to take UConn in this. I really like this UConn team. Of course, they're the defending champs. But I, this North Carolina team really impressed me last night. Like, um, they're guard. Our play is tons better from last year. I mean, tons better. It's a lot better. Or at least it was last night on one night. It was, right. you know. Um, so we'll see. I will but say this: I'm going to take UConn in this if, game. If their offense plays like that Tuesday night, the way you know, take the take the over against Kentucky in points. It'll be a shootout. The way they played last night? Yeah, it'll be a shootout. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so this, this is the last game that I got on here. This is next Wednesday night. And this is the last of the Big East, Big 12 battles. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of go through this whole weekend. They start tomorrow and go through the weekend and go all the way up to next Wednesday. They have these kind of spread out. Um, I think this is kind of one of the marquee games at the end of it. We They're, they're both ranked, of course. Marquette mm-hmm. is ranked, I think, two or three now, something like that. I think it's something like Either that. Either two or three. I like. Um, and Texas is 16th, and this is at Marquette. I actually like 
Marquette in this game. You know, Texas, to me, Texas still has a lot of learning to do. Um, they got Hunter back. They got Max Avis. But there's still a lot of things that need to be fixed for the Texas team. Um, let's be let's be real here. They almost lost to Louisville, which, you know, Louisville's not having a really great year this year. So, um, and Marquette, to me, is tough to play at home. Shocker Smart has really turned this program around. He's turned them into one of the top offenses in the country the last two years. Like their offense is absolutely fun to watch with Jones and Tyler Kolich. That that offense is a machine when they get rolling. Like you, I watched their them in the Maui. They are when 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 I they was too. playing in the their Maui. They put Kansas. They put Kansas on a roller skates. They had Hunter Dixon wondering where he was at in the Maui Invitational. Like, they was – they had him all over They the did, for real. And yeah. – uh, but give me Marquette. Um, I still think Texas needs – there's still a lot to learn with Texas. We'll find out where Texas is at when they get to Big 12 play because they'll be in the mix with, you know, Kansas. And and now you got Oklahoma, Oklahoma. undefeated. Oklahoma's yeah. playing good this year. Yeah, Oklahoma's so, up there right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I want to say I want to say one thing. Jerry says he's got to go Marquette. Robert Rose says Marquette. Well, I want to say one thing after you say this real quick. After you give your pick. Yeah. All right. Well, so you know, in this game, this Marquette team, guys, I've watched them uh, two games so far. And I mean, they are legit. This team is legit. This their guard play with Kolick, and I mean, th- they just and they have a big in the middle, and and he's a pretty good he's a pretty good player and can block shots and and you know clean stuff up under there and grab rebounds and they are go. I mean, if if they hold the ball longer than twelve seconds, man. And I mean, they just like Marquette out of the Big East. Both are legit contenders for sure. So give me Marquette in this game as well. I, that's why I said, you know, I got I had to do at least I one got or a two of these different because I think we took the rest of them just. I got a final buzzer. We usually do a final buzzer. All right. Go ahead, man. So I want want to do a final buzzer. We do. Well, last night um, in the Louisville postgame conference, Kenny Payne mentioned something about a player didn't want to play because he didn't have the right set of tights. I mean, I, I I mean I don't want to harp on this, but I mean, what what's in the water in in Jefferson County in Louisville? Like, what is going on up there? And that wasn't even the worst part. That wasn't even the worst part. You want to know what the worst part was? They had a current player. They had a current player that was on the team. Sitting in the stands watching the game. (laughs) 
In the stands, not on the in bench. The not on the bench. In the stands. Okay. They won last night. They beat Bellerman. Bellerman's got a good coach and a decent team. I mean, they're decent. They beat them See, last year. Bellerman beat here's Wolf. My, here's my year. thing. Why would a coach bring that up in a press conference and embarrass one of your players? Like, I don't get that. That 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 don't make no sense to me. Like, why would you do that for a, to a player? Like, I I, I mean, that, it blows my mind. Like, he's because he, he went. Here's my deal. If you're the leader and you're the coach, John, why don't you put your foot down and say, "I'm not allowing that crap to happen." And you sure as crap don't air your dirty laundry out for the whole world to see. I mean, that's just, it's its bad. But for him to air out that, you know, his undershorts that he does, you know, wasn't what he wanted or whatever, it's, it's kind of funny. It's kind of hilarious. I'm not going to say that it's not. But at the same time, come on, man. I mean, handle your business. You're the coach. Handle your business. Handle your team. Do it the right way. And don't air. Don't air your kids. A, a, a 19, 20-year-old, don't air his dirty laundry out. I mean, literally, laundry. You're talking about his underwear, his tights. You're literally. And I'll say this on top of that. to know. I'll say this to end, to end on it. I think what Payne is Payne's got is he's got a bunch of prima donnas on his team, and he don't know how to handle business as a coach. He's never been in that position, and he don't know how to handle it. And he's got a bunch of guys that think they can just do whatever they want to do and not be penalized Clearly, for it. He, and not get, that's what's happening. He's not in control of is. the ship. I mean, that's clearly what's no, happening. When you lose control of the ship, eventually it's going to it's going to bust. So they have won but, some games. They've won some games already. I got to tell you a good one, Jeff Goodman. Something um, Jeff like Goodman, that. Like, Jeff Goodman posted last night. He said Louisville upsets Bellerman at, at the Young. I thought that was the most hilarious thing about that. <laughs> I mean, the jokes play themselves, but folks, Kenny Payne has never been in a coaching position. from Louisville, by the way. That is their home, is Louisville. And he's never been in a position like this, and he he does not know how to corral the locker room. He does not know how to control it, and that's the biggest issue. So, but I'm like you, Jerry. I think I think he's out after this year. Um, I don't – there's a lot of Louisville fans that are really angry. Like, Well, let me be I mean, the first some... to say as a Kentucky fan, after this debacle, I don't want him back right away. Make him go somewhere and clean up his image a little bit. I don't want him back yeah, right away. I can tell you that. It's, it's been bad. It's been really bad. Hey, Kentucky – Kentucky's um, – Calipari's got the ship going in the right direction. We don't need don't, that mess at no. Kentucky right now. No, especially the way it's going right now. I'm serious as I'm 
heart attack. Listen, I like Kenny Payne. I like Kenny Payne. I have, but right now, don't let him come back and mess this up. Make mm -mm. him go somewhere else and clean up his image a little bit and prove himself a little bit. And then if he wants to come back in a couple of years, I'm okay with that. Yep. So you talk about a final buzzer. There you go. That's what I said. There you go. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. hundred <laughs> percent. Make him, make him clean up his image a little bit because yeah. stuff right there is ridiculous. Bad. It's really bad. Championship game day pick them show. And, and we are going to be back. Me and John Roberts will be here on Sunday uh, for the weekend wrap-up show. Try to get that up there. There you go. And one last thing, I am wearing a brand-new um, Homefield Apparel shirt. I'm going to stand, stand up and show you my shirt. The Untouchables, 96. Log on, go to homefieldapparel.com. When you go to checkout, put in CSCAST at checkout. You'll get a 15% discount. Hurry. They've got stuff, vintage stuff like this. They've also got vintage uh, bomber jackets. If you will hurry up and get your orders in, they, you can get them in time for Christmas but you will have to get them in in the next, say, week in order for them to get here for Christmas because it, this time of year, it is taking a couple of weeks to get your orders in and stuff. So um, hurry, go to homefieldapparel.com. We would love to have you pick up some stuff and use our code CSCAST for Christmas. Yep. They have over 180 teams to choose from, and we would appreciate it. So, all right, guys, this has been our show, Championship Week Game Day Pick'em from College Sportscast, and we appreciate you guys being with us Sunday at 3 p.m. Where are you tats? For our weekend. Where are you, where are you tats, Sunday? Where are you tats, Sunday? Yeah. Where are you tats, Sunday? And we will talk about <laughs> and the college football playoff, and I'll tell you who I think is going to make it. Maybe we'll know Sunday. Do they they come out Sunday this time, or is it Tuesday still? Sunday. Yeah. All right. So we'll talk about all of it on Sunday. We'll see you then, guys. Have a good night.